Everybody. Welcome to another week of the Soccer Thread Podcast. <laughs> I'm Dan Schrader. I'm in Portland, Oregon. Uh, I just caught these guys flat-footed. They aren't on their toes. you got to stay on your toes when you're podcasting with the Soccer Thread Podcast. That is, everyone knows Ready that. Ready position. Everyone knows that. So Ready position. Honestly, you just sent me for a milkshake right there. Set you, <laughs> set you for a milkshake. I don't even know what that means. I'm not sure what uh, that means in that context. Maybe we should give give some context. Go ahead, Colin. Oh, I just texted uh, the other three gentlemen here that my warm-up this week was going to send them for a milkshake because there was a good little clip in, I believe, the Guardian write-up of uh, the Mer- Merseyside Derby about Awobi playing well and uh, having one little move late that sent Salah for a milkshake. I just not even sure I, like I know that. what that means. I like that. It's exactly the kind of soccer I want to be playing. Just someone sends me for a milkshake 20 minutes into the half. Milkshake Perfect. sending <laughs> soccer. I'm just shocked that they have milkshakes in, in England. And yeah, I'm that shocked is... that they call them milkshakes, like not like a, like yeah. Sh- shakies or something. Shakies, no, yeah. Good. There's no way they're good. I know they could be good. I think it's a lot, of, milk. a lot of full fat dairy. Yeah. <laughs> it's horse milk. I want to know if Mike, Mike, you want to be playing uh, the kind of soccer where you send other people for milkshakes, or that you're like no. 20 minutes in, you're trying to get sent for a milkshake. I want, I want to run around for 20 minutes and then walk to the sideline and drink a milkshake. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, uh, just want to make sure we're I, on the same page there. I, don't, I, want I mean, it'd be nice in those 20 milkshake. minutes to, f- it'd be nice in those 20 minutes to fake someone out, also, but it just doesn't seem in the cards at this point. Yeah. I had a friend that was on vacation last week and posted on their Instagram stories of every milkshake that they drank, one per day. It was a wonderful that, way to follow the vacation. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. That's wow. my kind of vacation. Although, That's to be great. honest, I prefer ice cream than over a milkshake, but, I mean, it's like choosing kids. 20, min- <laughs> 20 minutes into a soccer game, you're not being picky. You'll take whatever you can get. <laughs> That's true. Ice cream. Ice cream. Uh, is there a sweet treat nearby? I will be there. <laughs> I need a Schwanzman stat. Honestly, rather than sending someone for a milkshake, it'd be nice to just go with an opponent and be like, hey, you want to uh, you want to both get subbed off You're right now and go get a milkshake? I have two two straws for this one milkshake. Uh, love it. Absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, we're all here this week again. I'm Dan Trader. I think I already said that. Uh, Michael, you are in Minneapolis. I am. I, I had a... a Ice cream and I had a popsicle today, so you know it was a, a good, good day. day. It's a good day. Um, I'm just you know, two weeks in a row with four four podcasters. I feel like we're getting you know we were 70 minutes fit last week. We're getting on to 90 minutes fit. Just a full 90 minute podcast in your feeds every week. That's what we're going for. But we're not. We're probably not there yet. If I'm going to be honest, we'll see. Yeah, I wouldn't rule it out. To be honest with you, we'll see. We'll <laughs> That's see. true. Ho- holiday weekend. You never know. Well, Could go to extra time. Uh, Ryan Palmer in Portland. I listen. I've had a. I've. I had a pregame or a pre-pod pickle. Uh, I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm ready to go. A PPP, uh, PPP loan. Pre-pod pickle. Yeah, exactly. Pre-pod pickle. I'm not giving that one back. 
Uh, I'm not asking for forgiveness on this one. So <laughs> let's let's go. Let's Depends how weird you got. You might have to ask for forgiveness if it got too weird. <laughs> no comment. He's ready. The man has his electrolytes in him. Colin Smith is. Uh, I don't know where you are. You're you look yeah, like you're in, in a slump. shed. You're in a shed. He's, you must be. Yeah. yeah, I'm in the shed. I'm in the shed. Yeah, I spent the the weekend in the Cape, as we call it, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. It was nice, but it's good to be back in the swamp. Um, I pre-gamed this one with a little little ice cream cone. Uh, you know, oh. really recommend what buying kind of flavor? cones. Just vanilla. Just vanilla. You know, just a little nightcap. I, you know, sometimes I try to be good like Cliff. Cliff has a rule that he doesn't drink alcohol after 9 p.m. And, you know, sometimes I try to live by that. Uh you know, does Cliff does Cliff live by that? Yeah, he, I mean, he used to. Let me tell you, he used to. Maybe he doesn't pour a drink, but after nine p.m., that might be the might, might be the rule. But no new drinks. Yeah, no new drinks. He will accept like the drink that's been no poured for drinks. him, though. There's a lot no of loopholes. I feel like yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like orthodox. You can't. I can't turn on the oven, yeah. so I got to do it. I got to do it day early. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why do all ovens have timers? Funny, you should ask. <laughs> uh, well, Colin, I think we're ready to be sent for a milkshake. All right, we I'm were s- you for a milkshake. We were so close to becoming an oven podcast, right there. We just there was a half second the <laughs> door was gone. open. <laughs> if we were just a little bit sharper, we could have ripped forty minutes on oven. I guess we sh- <laughs> we should probably mention Ryan and I just went to the Timbers game earlier today. Timbers with a nice win over. Oh, a, all right. A not very good Atlanta United team. Uh, <laughs> Timbers up two nil. Ryan. Am I, can I blow up yeah. your spot here? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Parlayed bet, Timbers win, both teams score. 2 0 in the mm-hmm. uh, 88th minute. Atlanta scores. Mm-hmm. Palmer going crazy in the Timbers Army section. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, everyone else uh, dead silent. Silence. Silence after they scored. Love it. And I'm and I'm yelling, yes. Yeah, I got some some nasty got looks. Some looks. I'm wearing a Timbers jersey too. Like it was like it's not like I'm cheering for Atlanta. It's just I, I mean, got some money much, on this. You literally were. How you much literally money? were. How much are we talking about? Yeah. What? How much? It was like twenty bucks. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. But nice. come on, it's still a win. Like you like you yeah. put down twenty bucks or you won twenty bucks. Oh no, I put down twenty bucks. It was like a fifty dollars. Woo! Come on, fifty dollar yeah. return on that. That was a big bet. Let's go. Great job. Yeah. Great. Great way to start the week. Really a, a highlight of the game. Yeah. It really was. That game sucked. That game sucked. <laughs> Sounds great. Your team won. You made $50. I don't know what you're complaining about. Probably almost covered Dude, I, your in-stadium expenses. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Milkshake us. All right. Uh, how many goal- goals does Erling Holland have this year so far? Ten. Ten? That's right. <clears throat> All right, name all the players who scored more goals than that last year. Oh, wow. Ooh. So, okay. Is that, our, that everyone understands that? Yeah. Can you tell more us goals, how many, how many players tell, uh, are we talking 11 about? Or, 11 or more goals in the Premier League last year? Correct. 19 okay. players. Okay. Erling Holland would be the 20th best scorer. You know, there's 20 teams in the Premier League if he quit now. Whatever wow. it is, five or six games. That, in, insanity. Yeah, Palmer, you're first up. 
Is it because I refused to get on the uh, hype train for Erling Holland? No, it's just because you're first on this. You joined the Zoom call first. You're first on my screen. Pick up yourself. First in our hearts. Uh, Son had more goals than more than 10 goals. He sure did. He had 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, Salah. Oh, wait. Who's next? You, because you guess joined the Zoom me. call next. Yeah, yeah. Salah. Good job. 23. Kane. Yep. In fourth with 17. Palmer. Uh, Mane. Yes, that's a good get. 16. Fifth. I just say that because he's not in the league anymore. Uh, Mike. Uh, I was going to say Mane, so now I'm really throwing for a loop. Uh, Gabby Jesus. No way. Jesus is not on this list. No Mm -hmm. way. Maybe that's tough, be. Mike. That is tough. <laughs> that was my Gabby Jesus. Okay. I didn't. I didn't watch a lot of soccer last year. I really rededicated my efforts. I've been watching soccer every weekend this year. I'm going to become <laughs> a better. I'm podcaster. really proud of you. I'm. I'm proud of you. But let's just say the the striker of Manchester City last year and now the starting striker for Arsenal, less goals than Erling Haaland already has. Yeah. Uh, damn. Not great. Uh, Jesus was the. That was my red card. I was keeping that in the back pocket away from the yellow cards. Uh, so, Mike, thank you yep. for taking that from me. You're welcome. You're welcome, Dan. Uh, I, Firmino must have had 10. I'm not sure why we'd go away from the Liverpool uh, trio. So all, of, all of Liverpool. No. Wow. Firmino is not on this list. Ryan Palmer. Take the um, dub. <clears throat> can, I, uh, can I take Cristiano Ronaldo? Had over ten. Sure oh Dude, there's all. Oh there's the gosh. top five. That's all you guys got so far as the top five. Oh man, that's it. Don't let's go. Let's keep playing. Keep keep uh, going, Palmer. Yeah, keep going, Palmer. You you've already. Oh my god. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, let's see. I don't know if I can. Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, Bruno Fernandez. I feel like he was hot early we'll on for a while. Where he's dropping him for sure. May. Not hot enough. No? No, Mike? Anybody? Yeah. What about uh, Jota? Yes. Jota was next yeah. up the list with 15 goals. My man's stealing Firmino's minutes. I see you. <laughs> Anybody uh, else? I mean, there's got to be like lead scores for other teams, like Vardy. Yep. Also had 15 goals. Did he really? He's not too old. Get off him, dude. It's not the reason Lester sucks. They gave up five goals this week. What, is Jamie Vardy going to save those? Maybe he should I try. I mean, he just didn't I'm, score I'm, any. He didn't score I'm any Jamie, this week. I'm Jamie Vardy's Giselle Bunchen. You want him to pass and catch? <laughs> Man, I was I was going to, like, I. there's just no way I was going to guess Vardy. Um, what, what the, what's the, um, the freaking... Striker for Everton, who's not, who's injured now. Richarlison, no. Uh, Calvert Lewin, nobody. No, Dominic Calvert Lewin. Don't don't pick anybody. Don't bet on Everton. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't Don't pick scored goals. Don't do it. I mean, who are like? Not Timu Puki, because that you know that was several years ago when Timu Puki. He's on there. 
He's out wow. there, baby. That yeah, on Norwich. Goals. That's the yeah, he, lesson. He had like 95% of their goals last year, yeah. I feel like. Definitely not Josh Sargent. No. <laughs> I don't Are know. you guys want to uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I got one. This Mikel Antonio. Oh, that's a good guess. Not on here. That's oh. exactly my point. This is why I want to throw you for some milkshake. There's got to be Arsenal. You guys who <laughs> score lots of goals, but Holland already better than them. Who, uh, who scored goals for Arsenal last year? Aubameyang was... Lacazette. Lacazette. There is one Arsenal player on here. Saka. Saka. With 11. Yep. Mm. Uh, um, which is the last spot on the list, obviously. Um, all right. So they're... Chelsea. We haven't named a Chelsea striker. Who scored Chelsea's goals? Uh, they don't score goals. Lukaku? Lukaku? No. H- Havertz? No. He doesn't Timo Werner? <laughs> no. None of these guys score. Uh, I mean, Maybe then who scored uh, goals for Chelsea? Ma- Mason Mount? Yeah. Mason, Mason Mount. Mount. 11 goals. Uh, That's crazy. He has 10. This is insane. This is wild. Damn. Get um, me on this train. Is the train going too fast? Can I jump on now? <laughs> Get on, baby. Get on. Uh, did like... Like Sterling or Mares or Sterling, Mares, both on the list. Wow. Yeah, I feel Sterling like with all thirteen, Mares with at, eleven. All those city, city, city winning, wingers are like twelve goals a season. Just who? Who's a city city player you've forgotten about? Which is very offensive. to Gundogan. Forgotten him. Gundogan. De Bruyne. Gundogan. De Bruyne had ten. Gundogan. De, De Bruyne. Fifteen. Wow. Wow. Gundogan wow. is is uh he's like That's my new he's like my new son uh, not not my son but like Hungmin's son of just like a, <laughs> a guy who is just awesome who I just love watching play who I just feel like is just such a cool player kind of like understated he's very understated, understated too bad he's uh on boring boring city all right <laughs> uh the player. The highest player that you've missed so far, or that you just don't have so far, uh, plays for a team that's not very good, London-based, has played for them for a long time, moved to Manchester United and then moved back. Uh, oh, Zaha? Zaha, that's right. Oh, okay. Then there's a player for West Ham who you will never fucking get. Uh, I'm just going to give it to you. Initials are JB. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Don't say it. Don't say it. Um. Uh, God, I can't. Uh, Haller, Haller. Oh, Haller. No. Jared Bowen. No. No. Jared Bowen. Oh yeah. No. Oh. The only JB player uh, I respect is Joey Barton. Fair <laughs> <laughs> dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then uh, a player for Leicester who scores just kind of wonder goals and like free kicks. Madison. Uh, Madison. Yep. That's right. Ten man. He had 12. 11. Uh, 11. And then a player who scored a really nice hat trick this week, plays for a crap team. Uh, oh, uh, oh, Tony. Tony, Ivan yeah. Tony. Yeah. That was a nice hat trick. And then a Leeds United player um, who doesn't play for the them. Brazilian. What's his name? I can't remember what his name is. Rafinha. Uh, Paul, yeah. And then a uh, former championship. Who, this guy was like the best striker in the championship two years ago. Uh, now Josie Altador. Now <laughs> managed by <laughs> managed by Steven Gerrard. Ooh, he plays at Villa. 
Philip Coutinho, Ashley Young. Uh, <laughs> Ashley Old. Holly <laughs> Watkins. Holly Watkins. Uh, oh. I, I was watching the, the Villa game. I know we're just stepping on other parts of the podcast, but I just was like, man, Philip Coutinho, he's like the second most expensive player of all time or something crazy like that, and he's on the bench for Villa, and he's like yeah. not that old. How the mighty have fallen. Mm-hmm. I bet he's doing, okay. Liverpool. he's doing okay. Uh, Does he have a podcast, though? Raise of hands. Who had a milkshake? I think we all did. We we bombed out of that real early. We all got that we got tough. sent. Hey, I want I just respect me, please. I won that one. So I yep. I did as much as I needed to do. I was quiet that's, quitting. That's how we know we did very poorly, is that you won. <laughs> quiet quitting. Uh, I, so what I didn't tell you about this is then uh the losers have to send a milkshake in the mail to the winner. So can't wait. Can't wait. Luck. Bart Scott. Feels me. like getting Getting like a milkshake in the mail is kind of a punishment on the winner and also yeah. the postal service. I yep. I have fairly recently ice. received ice cream in the mail, so it feels possible. That's true. I, I mean, just there. the trouble of going to package a milkshake and sending it, uh, that seems like punishment enough. I'll just bring <laughs> just, you one just tomorrow. Just throw it right? in an envelope. Just throw it in Can't. a manila envelope. Can't wait for that milkshake. <laughs> Uh, I actually, should I tell this story then? Uh, when I lived in Chicago, my dad sent me elk meat. Um, and it was supposed to be frozen. And I got the best voicemail from uh, the person that was working at our uh, front desk. They were like, um, you have a package and it seems to be leaking. And I think when it's leaking is blood. Uh, will you please call us back? <laughs> Oof. So it it's was. Like it was in fact blood. It, it was elk blood. It wasn't like elk it was jerky. Blood. It was raw elk meat. No, it was raw elk meat, baby. Just wow. Wow. Thank you, TP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, act more like you're from Montana. I mean, Seriously. I remember when we were living together, we had a fridge full of elk meat of different Seriously. varieties that we ate over a whole summer. That was. We certainly did. Quite, quite lovely. It, I remember the last to go was the breakfast links. It uh, it made it, certainly it, went. it made it to our house without melting. I, um, shouts, shouts to that packaging. I assume that frozen elk <laughs> meat gets shipped in like uh, sawdust and salt. <laughs> <laughs> like it gets, you have to break it open like yeah. your Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> The wooden crate. Yeah, only it's only legal to ship by train. You can't. You <laughs> I mean, can't that might be that true. Semi. It wouldn't surprise and me if that was coach. true. It's not yeah, going stagecoach <laughs> for the five, the last mile. You know, there's the last, <laughs> time the last mile. Like it's not going on an airplane. That's for sure. You know, you know they're coming because they're shooting six shooters <laughs> as they come down. <laughs> yeah, open up the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Icebox. The you ice gotta box, put it in yeah. an icebox. Yeah. The icebox, yeah. <laughs> Throw it in the cellar. God, our four listeners are really gonna love this episode. It's gonna be great. Yeah. I hope they're not vegetarian. <laughs> uh Mike, we got an email, including from one from our fourth listener. We've got an email from all four listeners. I mean, 
Not a single email from four listeners. We've got four emails. Oh, that would be five emails. It'd be terrible for us listeners. if they started just sending us one group email per week. We'd have nothing. To talk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'd be really terrible. Well, and it's hard enough to decode some of the emails from individual listeners, and just the collaboration could be tough. Could be very tough. Uh, first email is from Eric Schraben. It's short. It's sweet. He says, "I still listen." So that's at least four listeners. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no mention of pickles, which is disappointing. Um, we asked for a pickle discussion. Eric, it's not too late. Next week, you can still talk to us about pickles if you'd like to. But we appreciate that you still listen. Yes, we do. Absolutely. Think about some weird stuff. <laughs> Tell us about your weirdest pickle experience. Okay, moving along. Uh, next email is from Vincent Orozco. He says, first and foremost, I'd like to congratulate the new father. Thank you, Vincent. When you're in Milwaukee, don't be a Colin. Let us know. We can crack open a bottle of brandy and drink some old fashions with, without Sprite and smoke some cigars. Uh, I just wanted to read that because it says, don't be a Colin, which is obviously the name of this episode. So thank you, Vincent. <laughs> Got it. Um. He he talks a little bit about Mourinho and then says, question for you guys. Be honest. Don't you miss the special one in the Premier League? I mean, obviously we do. Of course. Yes. If we didn't yes. miss him, why would we talk about him every week for 35 minutes? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Could we tell you the last, any of the last five, like, Roma results? No. No. But we can talk no. about Mourinho. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to guess all 0-0 zero, zero draws. <laughs> Maybe a 1-0 win. Maybe a 1-0 win at home. I miss him. Ooh. I miss him. Great narrative. Oh, miss him so I, great bad. narrative. I feel like he'll be back. I don't, I don't miss him on my team. I just miss him. He's great narrative. He's great. Can you great imagine television. if if Jose became like the new big Sam of the Premier League where he ah, just gets brought just in? Just it it's so just bad. a perfect role for him to just be a shithouser, get in, organize your defense, avoid relegation, leave, get a big paycheck, come get six months off, do it all again. It would be yeah, just and incredible. Like, and the and the he environment would, each time would be new, so he'd have like new shit to complain about. You know what I mean? Like whatever he he, never I he's going to complain about at Brentford, but he's going to complain about a different thing at Villa. Like that's way up in Birmingham. Right. He's never lived there before. Yep. Like oh, it's, it would be so good. He would yep. never do it. He would never do it. You know, I think people will do a lot of things for money. <laughs> oh, with the special one. Truth. Though. Yeah. Um. All right. Move moving right along with these emails. Uh, next email is from Pedro. He says to my fellow Wisconsinites, which surprised me because I did not realize that Pedro was a Wisconsinite. Uh, Pedro, oh. we're going to need more information about when you moved and how you're enjoying the colder climates, the wetter the wetter atmosphere than you know the Southwest deserts. He says to my fellow Wisconsinites, why? And then he links us to a map that is a map of the fifty drunkest counties from. At fan maps, uh, and I would say, well, I, I wouldn't guess. It says forty-one of the fifty drunkest counties, according to this map from at fan maps, which apparently is from the Wall Street, or no, from twenty-four-seven Wall Street, not the Wall Street Journal. Forty-one of those counties are in Wisconsin. Wisconsinites, why do people in Wisconsin drink so much? I mean, why not? Uh, we do it for the culture, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Why not? Got to ask yourself, you know, why not? 
Why do the French? Why do the French eat so many croissants? I don't know. Like, what what you have there? You know, it's it's a different it's a different life. It's a different culture. So, I mean, I don't uh, know. Those brandy old fashions are so good. How are you not going to be so drunk all the time? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. This it is. I mean, well, it's the funny part about this map is that like the. The counties, the the drunkest counties in Wisconsin, they're spread. It's almost like a halo uh, where kind of central Wisconsin actually doesn't have a ton of counties. And then they're all at the border. And you would expect like, all right, a county's next to Minnesota. There will also be like a few counties on the other side of the, the border or next to Illinois or Iowa. But no, it's just like you get to that border and it's like things change once you cross the line. It's only in Wisconsin. Get to, get to our people. I mean, it really is like just... I don't know the culture or whatever. I used to when I we lived in Minnesota. I used to ri- ride my motorcycle into Wisconsin just because that that was where there were better roads from where we lived. And uh, I used to stop at the same town, which I couldn't I couldn't tell you the name of right now, but it was like a town of like maybe 150 people, and it was one of the many towns in Wisconsin that had a bar, but not a gas station. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, don't like, drink and drive. That's I, fine. I thought, Colin, I thought that you were going to say I used to drive my motorcycle into Wisconsin to go get beer at night because all <laughs> of the other beer in Minnesota would stop being sold at like yeah. 10 o'clock. Right. So like, on Sundays. Yeah. yeah Not anymore, I mean, though. We've changed. Oh, wow. Well, but still too many Wisconsin I mean, people are moving into, yeah. into Minnesota. <laughs> Bad influence. <laughs> I I think I've yeah. looked into this stat before when I've seen a previous and the way that they do the math is not the most obvious because you can't measure like average drinks per person or whatever. So, I mean, you mm-hmm. could, but, you know, uh, surveys are notoriously bad at actually measuring things. So I don't have any idea how this one's done. But previously, I think I've read that some of these things are like bars per grocery per stores capita. or something. Oh, so it's like not necessarily. I mean, there are a lot of bars. There are a lot of bars in Wisconsin, but it could also be like the other. It could be the denominator that's driving this as well. So I, I don't know. There's nothing really interesting that I'm trying to say. Just pointing it out. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so many just, especially in uh, middle of nowhere Wisconsin, uh, but also in Milwaukee. There's just so many situations that where I've been in a bar where I think, oh, local regulations probably don't let you do this at another place. Like, uh, such as just like in, in giving your son a beer when he was nine. Yeah. Giving <laughs> your son a beer when he's 12. Playing uh, bar dice. But, I don't think is legal, but it happens in every bar in Wisconsin. Right. Well, there's no such thing as happy hour in Massachusetts. You can't have a happy hour special in uh, Wisconsin, you can have all you can drink $15 because I did that a lot in Milwaukee, you know, like in Stevens point, it's even cheaper and dumber. Like, you know what I mean? So, uh, the fact that like someone's going to consume more alcohol in Stevens point, Wisconsin compared to, you know, big city USA is not, it's, uh, it's not surprising. We've been to both places. Let me tell you something for the younger listeners out there, and I'm looking strictly at you, Pedro, because I think you're only your listener. <laughs> Don't play dice game, bar dice, whatever it's called, 
Oh, those are two different game, games. That game, those are two different games. Well, don't play either of them. That <laughs> yeah. game ruins lives. Bar dice is a game you play with the bartender at a bar. Yep. Uh, and dice game is a game you play with your friends where Mike ends up getting way too drunk. Everyone ends up getting way too drunk. But I was ganged up upon. Wasn't fair. I mean, <laughs> the, dice, the dice ganged up on him. All I know is that $15 all you can drink anything, you might end up with knives thrown at you. So yeah, <laughs> we won't go there. We've been there. There you all go. Right, there's no good answer. Uh, I mean, it's Wisconsin. What else can you say? Uh, moving along to uh, an actual fellow Wisconsinite. Uh, I mean, I'm not a fellow Wisconsinite, but this person is from Wisconsin, Vincent Orozco. Uh, finally, some pickle content. He says, when I was a kid, <laughs> summer would be coming to an end and we would make an annual trip to Chiocton. Am I saying that right? I don't no know idea. this one. I don't know. Chiocton, Wisconsin, population 900. When my mom's uncles and aunts lived and she would say we have to go and help her uncle in the garden for Vincent and Ray. They were city boys. A garden was like a little box up in Chiocton. A garden is 30, 30, three and a half acres. Three, I think looks like three and a half. Yeah. Three yeah. and a half acres of rows of, of stuff to pick like cucumbers and pickles. At the time I hated it so much, but in the end it taught us some valuable life lessons. I would love to know what those are. Please share in a future email, Vincent. (laughs) And now when I see a jar of pickles, I look back fondly on those long, hot summer days. Uh, That's the kind of pickle content that we are here for. That was great. That was great. Let me, I just want to add, I just want to add to this. I I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but um, you know, when I was probably uh, uh, Vincent's age, uh, and he was out uh, gardening in this three and a half acres. I was also mowing lawns and I mowed this lawn for uh, a very elderly gentleman. Uh, fantastic guy. Um, but he he paid me in pickles. He paid me in, in um, <laughs> bread and bread and butter pickles. And they were the oh, best yeah. bread and butter. Oh. Bread homemade and butter bread pickles. Butter? Were they oh, homemade? Yeah. Uh, homemade, home pickled uh yeah. in like big Sunny old up. mason jar thin thin like, slices oh yeah they oh. and they were like crinkle crinkle cut slices too like it was like legit these were the best pickles i've ever had in my life and uh you know i was happy to mow his lawn for bread and butter pickles um so i you know this Start, this uh young. this email hits close to home Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, do I'll you want to take this opportunity to share more pickle stuff? Absolutely. Oh. Uh, yeah. Just uh, bread and butter pickles are something that most people don't appreciate uh, because the bread and butter pickles you get in the store are like not very good. Uh, but I can find some. I can find some good ones for you. Okay. I got. Maybe I got. You get, maybe you got to go to. I got to connect. Got yeah, you got to go. You got to go to a bougie store or a farmer's market or something. But yeah. Um. Even in eyes, you know third the best friend who's who's uh not the one that's not into soccer and doesn't listen to this podcast his name is pete and he uh his mom fantastic pickler of of all types of things bread and butter pickles being the top of the pyramid and if i if i go back to milwaukee or torwood today and see her she was up north when i was there recently so i did not get to get a jar from her but 
she will bring over a, a jar of bread and butter pickles without fail. She knows that I need it. And I will eat that <laughs> whole thing before I get on the plane because I can't take that shit through TSA. Are, are you just eating them straight or are you putting them on sandwiches, eating them with other things? It's Mike, it's a bread and butter pickle. It doesn't matter. I So what I do... Uh, <laughs> do what you want. Do what you want with those pickles. I'll tell you what I do. It's going to get weird. Uh, the I the way I like to eat a bread and butter pickle, and it's, it's exactly what Palmer's talking about. Very thin slices. Uh, yeah. So it's almost it's almost halfway between to to relish. Uh, but I like it on a turkey sandwich with uh, yellow mustard and bread and butter pickles. <laughs> Sounds great. Bread and butter pickles are really carrying the load of the the flavor though. But when it's mm-hmm. this situation and Mrs. S has gotten me a whole jar and I got to eat that thing before I get out of town. The amount of turkey is very low. It may be zero. I might just be eating mm-hmm. white bread, a slab of bread with pickles. pickles, and a little bit of mustard, and a white bread. Yeah. <laughs> with weird done it. With pickles, I've baby. done it. I've done it. I've done it a just straight is. pickle sandwich before. Get at me. I do weird things with pickles. Get there. I feel like why even bother with the bread? Uh, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't, Mike. <laughs> Sometimes I take a pickle and maybe I'll wrap a piece of ham in it and I'll oh, just okay. eat yes. the pickle yes. in the ham. In there. Yes, love it. Yeah. It's also one of those things where you're making it, but you're gonna eat it while you make it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You're gonna yeah. eat mm-hmm. straight, eat some of it straight. Like if you've ever made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in your life and haven't licked the peanut butter and jelly peanut butter implement, you're you're lying to me. You of course you do. Mm-hmm. After you spread the peanut butter. So only an animal <laughs> wouldn't do that. Come on. Same thing. I would I uh to be clear, I would eat these pickles that I got for mowing the lawn just straight. Like I wouldn't put them on I mean I would, but like you didn't I would also them. just eat them straight. You like didn't have the time. Imagine me getting done mowing the lawn and it's ninety five degrees and it's hot. <laughs> I I pop that thing open I and I have a couple pickles. You're dehydrated. You, know. you gotta rehydrate. Love it. Yeah. Are you sipping? Are you sipping a little pickle juice also? If no one's watching, maybe, Mike. Maybe I take right, a little now, look over my shoulder to make if sure. If you had grown up in Wisconsin, you would have taken a shot of whiskey and then a little pickleback. A little pickleback. Oh, listen, I love a pickleback. I love a pickleback. Oh God, Dan knows how much I love a pickleback. <laughs> Weird thing with pickles. Pop quiz. Shyock <laughs> population nine twenty one. I've been doing research this whole time. Yeah, I did too. Dan has been noticeably quiet. I just don't like to put my weird pickle stuff on the on wax. I leave that. That's for me. Yeah. Uh, Mike, yep. 921 people in the village of Shackton. How many churches? Great Ooh, question. How many bars? How many bars? Say, we'll, get we'll get there, Ryan. We'll get there. I'm going to okay. say uh, Sorry. churches. 12. Wow, that's way over. Wow, wow that's a wild <laughs> guest. One for I was going to say two. People. Can I take two? Yeah, sure. Can I take two I'll churches? There're four. Yeah. Roman Catholic, Ooh. two Lutheran, that makes sense. Wow. You got to have two at that. I mean, somebody had a falling out at some point, they had to split there's, churches. Yeah, bad, bad blood. <laughs> yeah. There's a one big church and a one. There's there's St. Olaf's and there's uh St. I don't know what's another yeah. Lutheran name. Uh St. Olaf's. First evangelical and Messiah evangelical. I feel like, well, I mean, first was obviously first, and then Messiah was like, well, (laughs) 
how can you beat that? It might as well just be like Jesus's church evangelical. Take that first evangelical. <laughs> Jesus likes us better evangelical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then a congregational church. So four churches, two Lutheran churches. Palmer, how many bars? What was Mike's guess for churches? Original guess? 12. Like 12? 900. Yeah, I'll take, tw- uh, give me 15 bars. <laughs> this is, God, I hope this that's wrong. Just, I really, for the good people of Shyocton, I hope that's maybe wrong. Maybe I should have. There are, according to Google Maps, about three intersections in this town. So you're taking five bars <laughs> per intersection. Yeah. yeah. You got to have choice. You got to have choice. There are five bars. So more bars than churches. Uh, That's pretty good. Yeah, more bars than that. intersections. More bars than intersections. Definitely. I mean, river rail bars got to be on the river. That can't be on the intersection. Uh, and then Colin, since you brought it up, <laughs> how many uh, gas stations? Uh, just one. That's right. Just one. There's the there's the BP right there on 54. That's all you get. So there you go. Shyocton. Four churches, five bars, one gas station. That is that's Great. a perfect that's Wisconsin, Wisconsin town. town. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Mm. Great stuff. I love that we're um 40 minutes into the Soccer Thread podcast and we haven't talked about soccer. Yeah. <laughs> We've only got four uh, listeners. I mean, What's I, the point? I disagree. I disagree. This is all soccer related one way or another. Uh, all right. Last email is from Ray. Um, he, he's got a lot in here. Frankly, we're not going to be able to digest all of it, but, uh, one thing that we've been talking about, I think only off the podcast that it's time to bring onto the podcast. Yep. He, uh, Ray asks, how many goals is Holland going to score this season in all competitions and all competitions? Holland's got what? He's got 10 in the Premier League already. I don't know if he's got others. There's been talk of of a bet. And so Dan or Colin, you guys got to explain this bet and then tell us how many goals we're going to get from Mr. Holland. Is it uh, the running bet? Is that the bet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay, yeah. go ahead and explain it. Um, Who was I betting about this? You? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. I said that Holland would score more goals than Miles Dan will run on October 10th, but less goals than Miles I will run on October 10th. Uh, and the, the kicker there is that Dan and I are going on a little running adventure in the Grand Canyon, Arizona, uh, on October 10th. Yep. So there you go. I, I expect Dan to run... Uh, I think it's about 23 and me to run about 46 uh, there thereabouts. So I think that's a pretty nice wide range that, you know, a nice season falls into that range, but it's well below the premier league record of 32 or well, I'm sorry, the high, the high limit is well above the premier league record of 32. So I thought I'd be safe from even Holland's best possible season. Uh, I like the idea that we make this into all competitions then. Do you still like your upper limit for all competitions? Yeah. Nay, I do not. <laughs> you're going to take you're going to take 46 or more goals or you uh, you just don't have any confidence. I just don't have that's, any confidence. Yeah, yeah I think that's 46 marginal. is about right. Is about right for all competitions. I, he's not going to score think, more than 46 goals? No what, way. One thing that he has he's not going to play in like FA Cup. He scored well, 41 no, for he has to, yeah, 
champion. He, where did he score last year? Last year, 29, but the year before that, 41. Year. He scored 41 for but, Borussia Dortmund 2021. Yeah. He's going to have a nice like six-week break in the middle of the season that all the other top players are not going to have because he's not That's going true. to the World Cup. So he's going to have a nice recharge, He's but also like train like crazy, and then he's going to just come he's back and just floor all these guys six weeks. who just yeah, straight, straight push-ups and wind sprints. And then, you know, your Joe Schmo defender in the Premier League who was at the <laughs> World Cup with like, Fill in the blank team or yeah. just going to get yeah. absolutely slammed. Yeah. I totally agree. Yes. Uh, he's going to keep tearing it up. Uh, he's going to kill him the champion. I'm going to take league. under. Give me the under 46. He's not going to score more than 46 goals. I mean, I don't know. He, I mean, I also think taking the, un, taking the over of 46 is a little bit. Uh, you need everything to go right. Right. You need him to not get hurt for a month. And blah right. blah blah. So like I don't I don't want the over really on that either. But if you were to stay healthy the whole time and play fifty games, uh, you know, thirty seven in the Premier League and thirteen elsewhere or whatever, you know, they make a nice Champions League run. Yeah, he's he's scoring more than forty six. I mean Yeah, yeah. but the, there's gonna they're they're gonna have games that you know, he's not scoring three goals a game. There's they're gonna have zero zero draws, they're gonna like those Champions League games, Pep team seems to like, uh, maybe try to outsmart himself or act out tactic him himself, and uh, they they tend to be cagey games. Like I only the big ones, man. He'll have some games. Like, no batter some teams. Yeah, but he they I have mean, to get into those big games for them. How many goals is he score against Copenhagen in two fixtures? I would say the over under for that is like five. Yeah, he's gonna score a fuck ton. He's gonna score. I'm, he's not going to score that much less in Champions League than he is Premier League from a rate perspective. But don't you see like any like squad rotation in that? Like, is he not? Gonna... I agree with you that he's not going to play much in early FA Cup, Carabao Cup, late Premier right. League. When but he'll they still maybe have he'll play fifty up. games easy. Yeah, he'll I mean, be fifty. Look games. at, look at his last healthy. his last four seasons appearances and goals. Going backwards. Last year, 30 appearances, 29 goals. Year before that, 41-41. Year before that, 18 appearances, 16 goals. Year before that, in for Salzburg, 22 appearances, 28 goals. He's a goal game guy, period, for the last yeah. four years. For teams that are not as good just, as this. It, if he stays healthy, it's basically, yeah. is the question. I'm taking the over. Oh, Life's too God, short I to love you, game. Mike. I love it. I love oh, it. Mike, have different sides of this. If you want to put a little some socks, some I'm, socks I, I want the under. I, I want more socks, Mike. We have a Calvin I, Phillips socks yeah. bet. Give me some more I need socks. To get the, I need to get my Phillips socks back because <laughs> Pep is Pep is really screwing me over with my Phillips bet. But this is uh, do me right here. Double or nothing. Great. Bet right this here is on Manchester City. I love yeah. It. This is this is the great psychology of betting too. Just uh, you know, yeah. betting to well, to. Uh, that way you lost. Yeah. I it. thought I was going to lose my sergeant bet last year, so I bought a pair of socks for Colin that I didn't end up having to send. So I've got play play money with that oh, sock yeah. bet, and my Aronson you're, bet is looking looking solid. Your socks so, flush is, right now. This is my last bet of the year. We'll see what happens. Yeah, this is your last bet of the year. No, you're addicted now. You're deep in the socks. I'm I'm no Keevan. <laughs> Listen, I. I just look forward to every weekend where we just send uh, 
emojis of socks. It's great. Yep. Okay. Real, real quick. Everyone go around and just say a number. All competitions. How many goals is he going to score? I will go first to give you all a second to think. The answer is 51. All competitions. 46. All right. Call it. Uh, 40. 50. With KDB just feeding him? I mean, I was watching today. Just literally, feeding him and they, feeding him and feeding they need, him. They needed a goal. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> they needed a goal, and it was like everybody just tried to get the ball to KDB in the middle, and then KDB just tried to hit it at Holland. It was like, oh, this is, they figured it out. Here we go. This is what they're doing. God, and the goal they had was a fucking sick uh, pass from KDB to Holland, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I did really think he was going to have like seven goals at the beginning of yesterday's game. I was just like, Villa are so garbage. City are good. So we've got 40, 46, 50, and 51. Those all seem, I mean, that's a great year no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he only needs yeah. 30 more to get there. So yeah, he's a quarter of the way there. Yeah. Um, all right. Slightly moving on. Uh, Ray also has a question. So, Kind of Holland came from the Bundesliga. Uh, Ray has a take on the Bundesliga, which is basically that Bayern is the only thing making their league relevant. Uh, Bayern win the league every year, but basically without them, no one would care about the Bundesliga. And he asks, if you had the chance to go to the Bundesliga to play for Dortmund, so like a very good Bundesliga team, but still a team who's never going to win, or go to you know Leicester City or another team that's struggling for relegation, where would you rather play? Uh, Palmer. 100% Dortmund. Dortmund. I mean, the, I mean, the yellow wall, like it's, it's about. Yellow wall is not going to feed your kids. It's not going to feed generations <laughs> of Palmers. Are they going to pay? They're, they're not paying me at Lester or like. I don't no, you'd make a lot more. I don't Lester. understand. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm playing at Dortmund. I, I think it's. It's just a, uh, I'm, I'm choosing to play at a, I'm going to, I'm going to eat just fine no matter where I'm playing. Right. Like it's just more money at Leicester. Um, and I want to play at Dortmund in front of the yellow wall and not at Leicester. Like that's, I feel like this is an obvious decision. And I think it depends what part of your, um, your career you're in. If you're young, then I don't think you want to go and play at Leicester, some relegation uh, strugglers, because it's the pressure's too high. It could go badly. You could find yourself in the championship next year, or you know you'll just get sold off at the end of the season. And we've talked about, you know, go to Salzburg, go to Dortmund, go to wherever. Right. If you're young. If you're old, though, go get, yeah, take that paycheck. If you're a, a swarthy veteran, go play at Leicester. That's fine. Make sure you've got that You're guaranteed money. Go play in the championship. You'll still make a bunch of money. Like, I think it just depends. If you're up and coming, it's better to be good someplace. And if you're just trying to cash out the rest of your your career, then just cash out. It's fine. But if you're at Dortmund, you're still playing. You're you're playing Champions League, so you're traveling all over. I mean, it. You, you know, you're you're still making money. I don't know. Colin, I mean, I think I think there's also like the um, the part of this we underrate and Dan is talking about a little bit is like what the life is like for that player. 
Mm. Do they speak English? Yeah. Do they speak German? Right. Uh, you know, do they want to be tra- traveling around that much? Or like, are they a 32 year old with kids and like, they just want to settle down and have a good three, four years in Leicester where their kids can go to, I don't know, whatever prep school in Leicester, you know, Messiah uh, evangelical boarding school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> With their uh, their sister, you know, exchange <laughs> program to Shiocton. Um So yeah, like I think th- I think that matters uh, more than we would would like to think, um, or like just just matters in life, like whether people stay at that place and whether they feel adopted by the fans, yada yada yada, or they feel like oh, there, there's a new manager every year, and and I'm kind of on the outs here and whatever. So. I think it's different for every person, but yeah, I definitely agree with Palmer that like the romantic in you or something like that would, would say, yeah, Dortmund, of course, like playing from the real yeah. wall. This is, this is set up to be an easy one. You know, it's, it's a little different if you're like, would you rather play at Augsburg or Brentford? You know, like, well, mm-hmm. Augsburg, where the fuck mm-hmm. is that? Uh, mm-hmm. Brentford's in London, but you know, like, okay, that maybe, uh, you know, I don't know. So, I mean, for me, this still taking Augsburg. Yeah, I mean, I think you go either way. That's my point. Is like for this one, everyone should say Dortmund, right? Unless you're like going to go purely on financials and you're just trying to get every dollar. It purely depends on how many socks I owe at this point. If I'm (laughs) in, you know, the hundreds of millions of socks owed after this gambling debt really takes off, then you got to go to Leicester. But otherwise, otherwise, you're still making good money at Dortmund, I'm sure. And it just seems like it'd be fun. Like life is too mm-hmm. short to go to Leicester and battle relegation <laughs> when you can play in front of 80,000 fans and usually win. That sounds much more fun. For sure. All right. I mean, and- the real answer, the real answer is Tranmere Rovers. Give me, <laughs> get me to Tranmere. Paid, How do I play for Tranmere? Paid in pies. If, if you, yeah, I was going to say get paid in horse burgers. Yep. And then if you go back and do your, Lawn mowing, you can get pickles. You can put the pickles on the burgers. You have yourself a nice little time. There we go. Maybe forego the bun. (laughs) That's a plate. Uh, (laughs) Soccerthread at gmail.com. What's, I don't know, just still send us in more pickle stories, I think, at this point. (laughs) There's a dearth of pickle stories. Mostly a pickle podcast. What do you do with your bread and butters? Uh, all right, now that we got the intro stuff out of the way, let's move on to the Premier League. <laughs> uh, Colin, I assume you did not watch the Merseyside Derby. Uh, this is a game that there's no way. What did What did you bowl? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I first of all, I I obviously didn't. Um, what I did was I ran 20 miles to get ready for running in the Grand Canyon. So that's the go. honest answer. Uh, he ran more miles than were scored in this game. In this game, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, so I can say yeah. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> equal, 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 yeah. equal amount. I'm happy with the result, though. Uh, we'll take it. Uh, was he offside? Mm, I don't know, but this is going to get in the same conversation we always have, and I know Dan's going to be have my back on this. But the technology there, the usage of the technology there is, is just sh- shit. The, if you take the screen grab of the picture of him being offside and like the VAR, whatever, saying it, 
the line that goes from like his uh, shoulder down to where they're calling him off is like completely crooked. And you're supposed to go by the new rule this year. You're supposed to go from the armpit. And it's just like, okay, so, I mean, he's probably offside anyway. His foot is probably offside anyway, but like the use of the technology to make it like this, I don't know, black and white thing. It, it's just, it's not. And it's, you know, misrepresented totally as such. Yeah. So, okay. So I have, I have a question about this actually, because there have been a number of goals called off this weekend uh, because of our, not because of offside. I think uh, if we think about uh, Brighton um, this morning against Leicester, um, I think his name was McAllister, uh, scored just an absolute screamer um, that was called off because um, someone in the building. I think somebody was yeah. some someone was offside. Uh, there was a game, uh, or sorry, in the in the Manchester United uh, Arsenal game. Arsenal scored first. Um, and there was a uh, a foul in the buildup. Um, I think this happened again in a separate game. I want to say the Yunus Musa goal uh, was called off. He had like a screamer in the midweek um, that was called off because of of a foul in the buildup. And everyone is screaming, you know, VAR is ruining the game, VAR this, VAR that. Um, would people be screaming like, we need VAR because this should have been a foul in the buildup. Yes, absolutely. Uh, if absolutely. we didn't have it, right? Like so, so like, what is the what's where's the line? Like, how do we fix this? Or is it is this always just going to be something that we just debate about? Right? Like, I mean, um, yeah, because it was pass interference in in the NFL or uh, like what is a handball? Is it there's just never going to be right? Yes. Um, any any like. End of discussion. I think there needs to be like a VAR clock of you get 10 seconds to look at the video. If you can't figure it out in 10 seconds, you probably made the right call on the field. Or at least it's just sand. Who knows if it's right or not, but it's in the gray area. That's what he's saying. You can't see it. Yeah. That's yeah, what he's yeah. Saying. It's exactly what he's saying. It's yeah. like, like the, I mean, for me, the, the Arsenal goal that got called off is like a good example of like a, it could go either way. And right. I feel like also one of the things is um, referees seem to be inherently conservative and in taking goals back. And like the Arsenal foul, if you think about that foul, if it was done in the box, if a player was fouled in the box like that, they would, it would have gotten waved on. It's like, oh, you know, yeah. it's kind of contact there, but eh, right. we'll just let it play. It's in the box. We don't want to give a penalty for that. But you're essentially doing the same thing by taking a goal back with VAR. And for me, it's like, it's, I just don't like the direction that it's going. I would rather say we saw it on the field. I mean, the referee had a good look on the field. He was 20 yards away. Yeah. And then if you look at something long enough, you can almost always find a foul. Yeah. And it was a great goal. It's just like, for me, it's kind of like, what's the point? The point of VAR is to find very obvious errors and correct them, not to micro manage every referee for every game. Yeah, so actually, I think they need to do something to move things along quicker and be a little bit more lenient. I think that's a perfect point. And it's uh, kind of, I think, almost like a fluke of history in some way that this this has happened in this order. But the Hawkeye or whatever the system is that does the goal line technology, being 
so fucking accurate and so good and so fast made us think, mm-hmm. oh, we should have that for everything. We should have that for fouls mm-hmm. and offside and blah, 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 blah. We should have perfect accuracy and we should have it instantaneously. Um, and that's just like never, we're never going to get there with like calling a foul. So we yeah. shouldn't try to be perfect on fouls. We shouldn't try to do every single one. Like we, you know, goal line technology reviews every single case all the time. And you just, yeah, you know, whether the right. right. And so I totally agree with you. It should be like something that's really obvious happens maybe once a game. Everything else is just how it's called on the field. And I think the mm-hmm. refs need more cover, honestly. Like they need something to help them because the way it is now, you can just look at something forever. And if you it's just like it makes it hard for the ref to defend at the end of the game. But if it's like, yeah, you get three looks at it and then you make a choice and then the ref can just say, well, I don't know. It, it didn't seem that obvious to me. And I saw it on the field and it looked fine. And to me, that just gives right. the ref a little bit more cover than how it is now. Yeah. But back to your original question, like, yes, this is sports. People will always yell about whatever they can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We still will. There's no answer. There's no answer where everyone's going to be happy with it for every call in every game. But but honestly, like, I think back to the 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 Arsenal one in particular is is the one that I that I'm thinking about, and like, I I think that the um, the Brighton one was an offside so it was like they were drawing the lines and i can get on board with like the drawing the lines i know it's stupid and it's silly and it seems a little arbitrary but it's like similar to goal line technology so i can like i'm I'm kind of like okay i can trust that but it's but you can't it's like going i know i i know i'm telling they you just, i know i get they that, make it but look, like they make it look smart to fool you yeah yeah, yeah. but it's like it's going back and and looking at this this foul that that if the referee saw it like mike said he was 20 yards away if the referee saw it watched it in real time and was like ah that's nothing i'm going to let this go then i feel like it should just be uh that's nothing i'm going to let it go like i just don't i don't right, know why to, we have to go back and like, like it, litigate it has to be behind possible his back fouls. Or like he so, was looking so at it, it. Yeah, and, and there there was another one. There was another one uh, uh, in the Chelsea uh, Spurs game. Uh, Betancourt had had a slide tackle that you know um, he he got the ball, but after like three or four different, uh, the referee didn't call it. After three or four different angles of the of the um, replay, you could see him get the ball, so it didn't like it looked like a foul, like straight on. Um, and if they would have called that back and said that was a foul, I would have been like, in in real time, I would have been like, yeah, that was a foul. Uh, I'm watching the Erickson one, and I look at that, and I'm like, that's not a foul. It's soft. It's just, I just don't. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I don't I don't know what my point is here, but I it's just it's I, silly. I think, I think the question is like are we trying to get every single call right to like Colin's point? Right. Like that's not possible. And I think the, the refs, the game has to do more to remind people that that's just never going to happen. That's an impossible state. There's also no definition. Right. Like refs will call the game differently depending on if it's getting out of hand, they'll tighten it up there. Like there is no such thing as what is a foul and what isn't it's yeah, it's all on a spectrum. And I, right. I totally 
in line with all these points you're making, I think it was a rugby game. I, this was just like a highlight I was watching. I don't know, who knows where on the depths of YouTube, but it was one of these sports where they uh, mic up the refs sometimes. I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Which is also great. But uh, the ref, it's a VAR situation and the ref is talking into the head, like his headset as he's running off the field. And they, he's saying, Hey, uh, you know, the, the one you just called, you missed it. Here's why. Like, you know, in this situation, it could be like, uh, obviously you were looking at the player's feet, but actually the guy slaps him in the face too. So of course you missed that. That's fine. I'm going to show you him slapping him in the face in this way. And he tells him like, and he says, okay, now I'm going to show it to you. The other, other angle in slow-mo. Yep. You agree. Slap him in the face. Yep. Okay. He's got to go. He's got to go. Whatever. You know, and they make the decision like this. And, and it's because there's like new information, right? It's like, mm -hmm. there's a thing you didn't see. Here's what it is. Blah, blah, blah. So it, it happens fast. It's not, you know, like you're saying, oh, I think he got enough of him there. I think da 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 da. Yeah. Like that should yeah, be, yeah. that should be not like reviewable, kind of not, not that it's not reviewable because nobody's like throwing a challenge flag, but like VAR should not call anybody over unless they're like, we saw okay. that your back was turned and then this guy kicked this other guy in the shin. You know? I think, I mean, Mike said it earlier and we don't have to belabor the point, but the, the implementation is also so bad because it takes so long. And this is one place where I think MLS is actually better is that they seem to have laid off of this gray stuff and they don't stop the game for it. And for goals, we know it's going to happen. That's fine. It's already a dead ball. Stop it to play. It's not that, like, that part doesn't bother me so much. It's this middle of the game stuff. And yeah. actually MLS, I think, has, at least in my viewing recently, has done a better job of uh, essentially acknowledging, like, look, the, you know, there's some here, some there. What, like, what are we going to yeah. do? The ref saw it. Like, we're not going to review that. Play on. Yep. Yeah. Kind of crazy to be being like, MLS refs, good. <laughs> nuts. I mean, at least the VAR part. No, MLF refs are terrible, but the the VAR part, you yeah, know, they're not. The VAR implementation in MLS is not as infuriating as it is in the Premier League. I don't think. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Leeds lose. They ship five goals. Uh, at Brentford, I think this was score two. Uh, they have one point from their last three games: uh, Brighton and Hove Albion, Everton, and Brentford. They were hot out of the gate you know top four in the first three games or whatever it was that first pod back for palmer and i uh they've certainly lost <laughs> their shine is there is there any concern here for leads or mike do you think they're just i don't know you know reverting to Man, the mean I, or whatever that statistical term is i i feel like when you guys were hyping up leads i was just like careful careful guys let's not forget <laughs> this team was very close to going down and you know they didn't have brendan aronson though they, they didn't have Brendan Aronson, who was very Adams. well praised yesterday, uh, but they did lose Rafinha, who apparently was their goal scorer, uh, which none of us knew at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, I mean, I, look, I feel like it's still early. We still don't know, but yeah, they're, they're probably going to be around the relegation area. And um, I watched some of this game yesterday, and man, their defense looked bad. Like, Brentford was just knocking balls long and flicking them on. And Leeds was like, whoa, we've never seen this tactic before. We don't know how to deal with this. It was shocking. It was very bad. If I were a Leeds fan, I would not appreciate that. All right. So Mike has. Yeah, been, uh, I would. I would. 
I mean, I think that they're going to be kind of down towards the bottom of the table, but I think that there are some some teams that are much worse than them. Brentford or uh, uh, Leicester being one of them. Uh, Leicester's really, really bad. Southampton's not great. Um, yeah, I think Leeds will be okay. Uh, Palmer is a good weekend for Tottenham. Tottenham win. Great. Great Fulham. weekend to be a Spurs fan. City held at Villa. Arsenal lose at United. Uh, that keeps Spurs into third place. At third place, and I mean, we're tied on points with, with City. Yeah. Like, great weekend to be a Spurs fan. We have City next weekend. Uh, that is a massive, massive, massive game. Uh, and I am praying for a draw. That's in the so, league already. Where is it? Just give them the title. Uh, it is. That's a great question. I think it might be at City. It's at City. But yeah, you would take a draw. Yeah. It's at City. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. I shit. I would take a draw. <laughs> uh, at White Hart Lane. If If you tell me tomorrow, uh, that Holland scores only one goal and we draw, I'm taking. I'm taking that. You also give that to me. Put a put a bet on it and make a lot of money. Actually, you might yeah. not. That might not. You might not get a lot for that. Holland scoring, yeah. the drop scoring, zone. scoring, draw, scoring, draw. Uh, anything else? City held at Villa. I suppose that's the like real surprising result out of those three. Um, you know they're just too boring. What's the problem? <laughs> I don't know. They don't lost know. the lead too. I mean, yeah. they they lost the lead. They I I texted you guys. Uh, after the second half, it was 0-0 zero, zero at, at, at halftime. I said, all right, so uh, the game is going to start in 10 minutes, which is the 60-minute mark. And they scored before that. Um, and then they lost the lead. It, uh, that, that's shocking to me. But could have sworn they were going to win 3-1. <laughs> I did feel I that didn't put a bet on it. Yeah, I mean, it felt like 3-1 win anyway, but just in, like watching the yeah. flow of the game. They were clearly better. That's just a yeah. very lucky yeah. result for Villa. You play that 10 times, uh, you're not going to get that result more than once. Um, So, I don't know, going back to the earlier conversation we've had, obviously, Holland, quite good. Does he fit for City? It sure looks like it. He's really quite good. Yeah. Uh, so our He's early season okay. talking points are looking pretty silly at this point, but that's okay. We got to talk about something. Uh, we'll just delete that podcast from the feed. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. That's not too hard. Never happened. Uh, the other result I've got in here, Brighton and Hove Albion, five, Leicester, two. Uh, speaking of early season takes that are not looking very good, I thought Leicester would be fine. Brendan Rodgers is a good manager. I actually watched them this weekend for the first time this season. They're bad. They're really, really bad at soccer. Yeah, everything They're you want to say about Leeds defense, uh, you can say about this Leicester defense as well. Oh my God, they're terrible. They're terrible, and they're just shipping out players too. Like they they lost some of their best they kept players. Humans. They're yeah, they did. But I think the Fofana uh, uh, transfer is going to hurt them. Um, they're just they're so bad. They just you know Jamie Vardy's not going to score ten goals this year. What about James Madison? I'll put socks on it. What about James Madison? Huh? Scored, did I say? Did I say James Madison? He basically. Did scored, I say he, James Madison? I'm saying Jamie Vardy. <laughs> he basically scored one for Brighton this this week. So, yeah, that really bad giveaway where he like 
gave it away yeah. and then uh they showed a nice little picture of him uh face head, head his head in his hands very knew it was his fault so yeah not a good week for yeah Lester. yeah i think Lester have haven't had any good weeks this season yet yeah they to be fair to them the beginning of their season has been a little bit rough they started with brentford and drew then had arsenal southampton chelsea united brighton and hove albion who we should remind ourselves are a good team fourth yeah they're fourth they've got villa next week that'll be big then they've got tottenham nottingham forest after that that'll be big so they've got a couple of games where they really need points in the next three weeks uh I don't know, but Brighton also was probably one that they'd circle and say like, okay, here's where we prove who we are, and it did not go well this w- this weekend. Scored first and then just gave up five goals. Not good. Pretty bad. <laughs> uh, can I just give one little uh, take on the United game, which was that United, to me, uh, I may have given this take before, but uh, are getting just less hateable. Uh, Marcus Rashford Ooh, is very... Wow. Marcus Rashford is very likable, uh, yeah. especially off, yeah, obviously off the field. Uh, and then Christian Eriksen, like mm-hmm. hard to hate that guy. Um, yeah. So, and they've yeah. also oh, they've also had a lot of managers who have been hateable. And I'm not I'm not there yet with Ten Hag. I assume he'll get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got to give him time, but. <laughs> They, right now, they, they still have Cristiano Ronaldo on the team. Yeah, but he starts on the bench. Just, that uh, makes yeah. me like United. Yeah. They're benching I, Ronaldo. That's great. Yeah. I I also weirdly feel the same way about Arsenal. Oh, Am God. I the only one who's there? Yeah. Like, I mean, if they could Arsenal, get rid of Xhaka, I'd be like, okay, this team's all right. Arsenal no. just have ceased. The Arsenal fans are love it. Like, uh, five years ago, maybe more. They were like a threat. I don't know. They never like won the Premier League in that yeah. era, but they were like a threat. They were like a big team. And so like as an Everton fan, like you just don't like those teams right off, you know. I mean, obviously Everton are terrible right now, so every team is a threat. But uh, but Arsenal just don't feel as big as they were, right? Yeah. So that makes it, me feel more like, oh, like why would I hate Leicester or West Ham or Arsenal? Yeah. Like who cares? I, I think there's like a weird nostalgia for me of like wanting to see these teams be good again. I don't know. Yeah. I won't hear this slander. <laughs> this is bullshit. I don't wanna I mean Arsenal is plenty matter. hateable. Spurs is already gonna win I, the league. So. I want them either to be good again or or be hateable again. Like sure. I'm I yeah. would be totally down with Mourinho coming back to the Premier League. Mourinho at, at, Arsenal? at Arsenal. Yeah, at Arsenal. Oh my god. Bringing I'm, I'm literally salivating. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. I, listen, I would love Mourinho at Arsenal. That's not going to happen, though. I think Arteta's there for a while. I agree. But... Uh, there's Champions I'm, League. I'm, I'm sure week. Daniel Levy would, would pay for Mourinho <laughs> to go to Arsenal. But... He's probably still paying part of Mourinho's contract anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely is. Definitely is. Uh, Champions League this midweek. I don't think we have to cover it. We talked about the groups a little bit last week, uh, but I did paste the matchups in here. Uh, anything particular jumping out at folks? I think the the big one has to be well. There's PSG Juventus on Tuesday, and there's Inter Bayern on Wednesday. So those are your paper games. Anything else people are interested in? I mean, PSG I feel like it. Mars or uh, 
Spurs, Marseille. That's all I get. Spurs, Marseille. On Wednesday. Napoli, Liverpool. Got to figure out how to. How, I got to figure out how I can watch that. I'm I'm a long long running hater of uh, the Champions League group stage because I feel like it's usually just kind of dull. But uh, yeah. IX Rangers is a game that kind of stood out for me of just like two big European teams that are no longer big European teams, yeah. but. Just feels like a game that could have been played 40 years ago. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and would have been like the biggest game of the season. And now it's kind of like uh, meh. But I don't know. It's that That's what's fun to me. Agree. All right. I'm right. Manchester City, Sevilla. Sevilla is a team that you may not think is going to interest you. Or they're just going to be a Spanish team where you know a couple dudes. Uh, and they're going to be good. And, you know, they kind of have that vibe of like, the team that wins the Europa League every year. But this team is actually stacked with players you know who have played in the Premier League and or and or have great connections and like histories that you'll like. And it's like all kinds of different ones. You got Ednan Yanuzai. You got Ivan Rakitic. Mm-hmm. You got Tikatito. You got Jesus Navas as their captain. He's got the former city thing going. Uh, Eric Lamella is there. Um, mm-hmm. Isco, Isco, yeah, like it's just yeah. stacked of these guys, and th- um, there's also like other good players. Uh, Tuso is a good player. Uh, Alex Tellis is there on loan from Man U. Like, this is just that's a, a team full of guys who like I don't know, just like cast offs and and been around the block guys. So I think uh, nice to see those kind of players who you don't watch every week anymore. See like what they're Mike. up to kind of in a way. Mike, tell us about Seville, and is it a nice place for Christian Pulisic to end up? Ooh. Uh, I would like that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, seems nice. I think it, it does get very, very hot down there, so I'm a little bit worried he might get some sunburn. He might wilt a little bit. Yeah. He's been playing in the northern climes. Um, but, you know, he, I'm sure he could do worse. I would, I would advocate for a coastal move. I think Seville's a little bit inland. Mm. You know, he could do worse, though. Very hot, very hot. Very hot. Thomas Delaney does not feel like a guy that should be at Sevilla. There he is. All right. What He's else, guys? Get sunburn. That's <laughs> all I got. Those Danes. That's all I got. That's it. Thanks. Still life. not quite 90 minute fit, but we're we're getting there. Close. Five more minutes every pod. Close. By the end of the season, we'll be, we'll be doing a solid 240 minutes. Come on, you Spurs. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff. Bye. Someone was a half, a little, half beat late. 
Those felt a little fast all to me. Place. That felt a little fast to me. So I'm sorry about your feelings. God, Godspeed to whomever is. Um, what do you call it? Editing. I miss being able to send Cliff little secret messages in the podcast that only he and four other people would hear. Okay. Um, okay. 